dedicated to building up the body of Christ and presenting the gospel in such a way that we can encourage those who may not have opened their hearts and minds to the life-changing power of Christ to give him an opportunity to do something incredible. In 2 Timothy 4.2, we are commanded to preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. With God's blessing, we seek to do just that. As the sun shines overhead and summer comes to a close, I can't help but think of the harvest. I have had the privilege to spend some time in the Napa Valley of California, and there the the vineyard holds a special place in people's hearts and minds. Wine is quintessentially the lifeblood of that community, dominating conversation, vocation, and recreation. Vineyards have occupied a similar place throughout history, serving as a symbol of prosperity. Vineyards also make a number of important appearances in the Bible, but one of the most profound is Isaiah 5. Let me sing for my beloved, my love song concerning his vineyard. My beloved had a vineyard on a very fertile hill. He dug it and cleared out of stones and planted it with choice vines. He built a watchtower in the midst of it and hewed out a wine vat in it. And he looked for it to yield grapes, but it yielded wild grapes. The historical context is an Israel and Judah filled with wickedness, but our present circumstances are not unlike those described here. God has prepared for us a place to be fertile. He has given us incredible blessings. I'm not necessarily talking about those that are financial or social, though those are blessings that should be greatly appreciated. I'm speaking about the incredible gift of salvation and the Holy Spirit. We are a vine given a ground more nutritious and protected than any in the Bible. We have a grower who toils night and day on our behalf, ready to provide us whatever we need, water, sunlight, and even pruning when it's prudent and yet we still produce wild fruit. For me, it has often been a lack of confidence, failing to be secure in the knowledge that while the metaphorical grower may not be in my row, attending to me this very second, he is still desperately determined to protect and provide for me. I don't feel him immediately close to me, and in my insecurity I assume that he has abandoned me. What I fail to see is that he's attending to another vine, one that may have gotten too much sun or or has been attacked by bugs or rot. I've had to tell myself, and do to this day, that it's my responsibility to grow. It's His to tend the vineyard. The Lord has chosen the ground and the vines, cleared the stones, tilled the earth, built His watchtower, and appointed someone to oversee and inherit the vineyard. Trust in the Lord to be and do these things. We have but two options, to produce good grapes or wild ones. Lord Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for providing all that you have for us, for appointing your beloved Son to watch over your precious vines. Your Son is intimately invested in our growth, and he does not forsake us, even when we may not feel his presence. Lord, we give our insecurities and our doubts to you, and we thank you for the strength and peace that you have given to us in the knowledge of all that your Son is and has done. Amen. Amen.